Welcome back to the Sports Season Podcast. I'm your host, John Contreras, with my amazing co-host, Adam Garcia. And yep, we're back at it again with another week of the Sports Season Podcast. Another week, which means it's going to be a good week, I hope. Yeah, you have your weekly episode of the Sports Season Podcast, so you know it's going to be a good day. Yeah, you know it's going to be a good day, or start your day, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, um, don't. <laughs> and, and if you have a teacher that you hate, you can play it too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just. I'm just rambling on. Not, nothing really happened in terms of our life, really. Oh uh, no, nothing really for me. I don't, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> it's just wild. It's just wild. Our school sucks. Mm, well, I think we should get into this because we got a packed episode now. All right, we're gonna start off weekly again. Now, week four has now come to a close. We're gonna be recapping it, starting off on Thursday night football on Prime Video. The Bengals against the Dolphins, and the Bengals won twenty-seven to fifteen. But we're gonna talk about the main story first of this game, and that is Tua Tonga Vailoa. Uh, got a concussion and he was carted off the field and it was really bad like you're gonna talk about it as well but man this was really bad but whenever he hit the ground his fingers started curling up which wasn't a good sign then the stretcher came out and then he was immediately taken to a hospital at the University of Cincinnati and oh man it's just thank god that it's nothing too too severe at least from right now at the time that we know for Tua but he's already been ruled out for next week's game probably won't even play the week after that but yeah serious thing in the NFL I mean the doctor who looked at Tua got fired now the NFL is going over the concussion protocols maybe looking at changing it yeah, this is a thing, man. He never should have played in this game, man. I mean, you can clearly tell he had a concussion against the Bills the prior week. They only have four days of rest, and then he gets an even worse injury, man. This is not a great look here from them, man. Uh, what do you what do you have to say about it? Um, I yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like, I don't think he should have played, especially on a short week, because it's Thursday night. They're playing against a good team, I guess, in the Bengals. <laughs> um, Tua should definitely not play. Like, it, it looked bad. Like, when he got injured, it looked it, like, again, it clearly looked like it was, it was a concussion. The doctor said it was a back injury, which we now know is probably bullshit. <laughs> but, definitely um, bullshit. Mm. Yeah, it was bullshit, and and that doctor got fired. So thank God. Um, I think that like, like the NFL probably should change protocol, but I don't know what they should change because I, yeah, I'm not we're not medical experts here. But like, I don't I don't I feel like they should probably change something about it because like, I don't, I because like we cannot we we cannot like let this like stuff happen like. Like ever, cause like, cause like at first when this happened, like, like when Tua's fingers like were like literally just like bent, I thought he literally was paralyzed. That's scary. I thought he was paralyzed, and I was like, oh god, we have another Ryan Chase situation. 
and thankfully we did not. It's, it's just, but still bad. But like, yeah, we, at least we'll be able to play. But I, I, I'm just like, I feel like that he probably he's probably gonna lose like probably a few years of his career because of this. I don't know. Maybe, man. I don't know about it too too much yet. But yeah, he's already ruled out for next week. That was the big story of this game. Now let's get into recapping this game. So the Bengals won this game 27-15 as Joe Burrow and the Bengals were actually down in the third quarter. And they came back to win this game, scoring 13 in the fourth. And it was Teddy Bridgewater, man, the backup who they signed in the offseason to come into the game for the Dolphins. I don't think he did too bad, you know? Like, obviously, that interception at the end wasn't the best. But, like, despise that, like, I think he actually did pretty well, Teddy. And then, obviously, again, he's going this week. I think the Dolphins will be fine, especially since they're playing the Jets this week. So, I think they'll be fine with Teddy there. He Moster had an all right rushing game. They just really didn't run the ball too much and not so effectively. Tyreek Hill had 160 yards though, so he went off in this game. And then, you know, defensive wise, they were all right. You know, the Dolphins' defense looked all right. You know, in the second half, especially in the third quarter, they didn't allow the Bengals to do anything. And then in the fourth quarter, it just all collapsed, and then they just lost the game. You know, for the Bengals side, Joe Burrow actually looks to be back a little bit. You know, these past two weeks, he's looked really good, and he looked good in this game again. He only got sacked one time. Joe Mixon, he's still not running the ball for, like, a lot of yards per carry. I think he's only – I think he's averaging less than three yards per carry, which is crazy for Joe Mixon. But he had a touchdown in this game. It was his first on the season – T. Higgins continuing his great season this year with seven catches for 124 yards and a touchdown. Jamar Chase had that deep shot. He had 81 yards, but despite that, uh, he did nothing else besides that. And then the defense for the Bengals showed out in this game, man. Held him to three points in the second half. And, you know... Great job by the Bengals defense again, looking like the defense that we saw from the playoffs last year from the Bengals. So, you know, the Bengals look hopefully to be on track and, you know, I believe are in second place now because there are three teams in the North now that are two and two. Yeah, as like, I I think the Bengals played, I think they played an okay game. I feel like they... I feel like they're like like a, I I think that they were like the better team than than the Dolphins even with Tua. I feel like it should be close, but the Bengals should but were winning, but they weren't. But I, I I think the Bengals could have played a little better, especially in the first half, because like I feel like that was a little disappointing on their end. Just it, it could it could have went better, but it went, it went good for the Dolphins, except for a win, you know, to Andrew. But but. I think the Bengals played okay. okay. I think like the offense did, didn't like it, it was okay until like the se- until the second half. They played great. Burrow impressed me, and and especially T Higgins too. But the offense did all, you did all right, and then defense you did you I think you did all right too. And then for the Dolphins, as you know, too, I got injured and Teddy came in. He played. Uh, he played. 
you played mm, as well as you want to back up as well as you want a backup quarterback to play. I'll say that. And then, and then for the rest of the offense, I don't, except for Tyreek, I don't really have anything to say much. Really, it was just like, I, it, like to me, like the offense like collapsed once Tua went down, in my opinion. But yeah, but yeah, and then like for the for the Dolphins defense, you did well. In the, I think you did okay in the first half, but other than that, like you, you did shit. So, to, I think, I think disappointing, like. I think it's disappointing for both teams, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, it wasn't the best Thursday night game as well. And also, this week's isn't either. Uh, spoiler alert. Anyway, we had our first international game over there in London. The Vikings and the Saints. That happened so early that I didn't wake up early enough to watch it, but I watched the second half of it. And the Vikings won this game 28-25 over the Saints. Uh... The Saints, uh, Jameis Winston did not play in this game. And then Michael Thomas didn't play in this game as well. Both were out with injuries. Finally, they fucking rest Jameis for his injuries. But, you know, I'll talk about the Saints right after the Vikings. From the Vikings standpoint, Kirk Cousins, uh, he had a Kirk Cousins game, you know. Played average, you know. Got sacked three times. You know, wasn't looking all that well, you know. Justin Jefferson fucking showed out, though. He had 147 yards and then a rushing touchdown. Dalvin, you know, he was injured this week and still ended up playing in this game. And then he did he did pretty decent, you know, 76 yards on 20 carries. Not, not too bad, bro. And then for the defense for the Vikings, I'm actually a little disappointed, man. You know, it's supposed to be an all-right defense. We all know their secondary sucks, though. But letting Andy Dalton not look too bad against you is a little concerning on my part. I don't get it with them. Like, they fucking hold Rodgers, man, to seven points, but yet they'll give up 25 to Andy Dalton. So I just don't get the Vikings defense at all. For the Saints, Dalton, like I said, he didn't look too bad. But, you know, it's Andy Dalton, so he's not the best. Latavius Murray actually got the workload since Kamara. I literally forgot about Kamara as well. He didn't play in this game. So Latavius Murray got most of the carries. He split with Mark Ingram, and he actually did all right, like outperforming Mark Ingram by a lot. You know, he had a touchdown. Taysom Hill had another one. And Chris Olave, receiving-wise, had it. And he was the team's leading receiver with only four catches, though. So... You know, a little, little bit concerning, but, you know, that's because they didn't throw the ball, you know, a ton. But, yeah, Olave had the one touchdown, Dalton, and then Deontay Hardy fumbled twice. And then the Saints defense, you know, not too good, giving up 28 points to the Vikings, you know. So, yeah, not the best for the for the Saints defense. And, you know, Honey Badger had the, had an interception earlier in the game. And then after that, the, they just couldn't do nothing, especially in the fourth quarter whenever uh, the Vikings were able to score 12. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this is like a very disappointing game, especially if you're a Saints fan, because I thought like probably like this was probably the Saints game to win, in my opinion. I think they probably would have beat beat the Vikings in, over, in overtime if they got the ball, but we all know <laughs> that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we all know that didn't happen. But um, Kirk Cousins, you, yeah, you're you 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 did you. <laughs> uh, offense, offensively for the Vikings, you did. You know what for for how you know what for how you been performing lately? It's been a little disappointing. I I feel like with the Vikings offense, I expect more out of them, but it. I don't know. It is the same sequence, but I don't know if they're that good. But, like, I, I don't know. It's just an iffy for me. Jefferson had a good game as well. And then for the defense, you, you play like the Vikings defense. And then for the Saints, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton still, like, somehow did not have that too bad of a game. I didn't, I didn't think that would be possible in 2022. The red rifle man. He just he does he did it and almost led them to victory. It's just unfortunate that they didn't get it. Rushing game, he did terrible. Even though he split carries, but it was still bad. And then for receiving, Olave had a good game, like another red game. And then for the defense, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Shit, I'll say that. And then as and then they could have went to overtime, but. Literally, the, the double doink happened, if I'm correct about that. Double doink happened again, yeah. <laughs> the, the double doink, man. This, that, that plagues teams now. It's just a little disappointing. I think I, I think the Saints would have beat the Vikings, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Vikings, good job. Yeah, it was like a 59-yard field goal, I think, attempt from Will Lutz, and a double doinked off the right and fell out and missed. So, yeah, Saints lost the game off that. Would have been overtime. Who knows who would have won that game. Anyway, let's move on. We got next the Browns and the Falcons next. Holy shit, man. The Browns fucking lost this game. 23-20 to against the Falcons. Jacoby Brissett looked awful. I mean, like, he only got sacked once, but he looked so bad in this game. Nick Chubb showing why he's the best running back in the league. Kareem Hunt looked all right as well, but mainly Nick Chubb just stealing the show because he's that damn good. Amari Cooper only had one catch for nine yards, and then it was Njoku who led the team, and who also fumbled. And then defensive-wise for the for the Browns, you know, I'll say, like, no, nah, he still did bad, he fucking lost to the Falcons, and then you held him scoreless in the second and third quarter, but then the quarters you let him score in the first and fourth, and you gave up 10 in the first and 13 in the fourth to lose the game, so bad from the Browns, I know you didn't have Miles Garrett in this game, but still, like, I expect you to beat the Falcons, man, Mariota only he fucking won this game with having a Justin Fields stat line. He completed seven passes, dude. He, he completed seven passes. He had an interception. He somehow fucking played worse than Jacoby Brissett. But, you know, it was running the ball for the Falcons that won him this game. Cordell Patterson, even though he played, he got injured. He's going to IR. Their running backs as well, Caleb Huntley and Tyler Aguilar. Algier, sorry actually played well and then I don't know receiving wise Kyle Pitts gets you know he's just not getting the ball like Parker Hesse had more snaps than Kyle Pitts in this game fucking atrocious by the way 
And then Kyle Pitts. Uh, sorry if he's on your fantasy team because uh, he's been really bad this year. They're just not giving him the ball. But yeah, Kyle Pitts, not a good game again. Mariota, again, shit. But the Falcons defense, hey, you know what? You won the game, you know? When giving up, you know, 10 in the second half as well as in the first half, I don't think you did too bad, you know? If you won the game, you're able to hold on defense and let your offense somehow go win this fucking game. So, shout out to you for that. So, they'll play the Bucks for first place in the NFC South. Yep, this was... This was like a, I don't know. This was like a game for me that like, you, I, I just kind of turned my brain off really when I watched this game because like it wasn't that, <laughs> it was just bad offensive football. But hey, but yeah, but anyway, the Browns they disappointed without without having Deshaun Watson, but but Jacoby said like you, you did you you did Jacoby you did you were Jacoby said that's what you were. Chubb, the rushing game for the Browns actually was pretty good. Like Chubb had a pretty good game, and then for Steven, they did all, they did all right. And then, then the, the fucking defense, even though you got a pick, you know Denzel Ward got a pick. Um, you still lost to the Falcons, so that's bad. That, that's just disappointing for the Browns, but I don't. But yeah, that is, I don't know what to say about the Browns. <laughs> And then for the Falcons, for the, for the Falcons, sorry, um, Justin Fields won in the game, and then um, r- rushing, you did you did okay, and then receiving, you did okay, and then defense, you know, you know for not for not lo- you know for the defense for not losing this game, I'll say you did good. You know, what? I'll say that because Falcons defense is not losing the game. But yeah, Jesus Christ, just man, Marcus Mario just literally, Mario literally did his best and like did his best like Fields impression. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God, it was so bad, man. <laughs> anyway, let's go to what I expected to be the game of the week, and it turned out to be another blown lead by the Ravens. Fun fact of the day, they've trailed only 14 seconds this year and are 2-2. Two and two. That is really bad. Yeah, the Bills beat the Ravens 23-20 in this game and proved to 3-1. and one. Josh Allen was not looking too good in this game until that last drive where he just fucking turned back to Josh Allen and just looked great. And then running the ball-wise, of course, Josh Allen did great. He got 70 extra rushing yards as well, leading the team in carries and yards. <laughs> Stephon Diggs, you know, only 62 yards. He's been getting locked up a little bit these past two weeks. Devin Singletary and Josh Allen fumbled in this. Then he got two interceptions on Lamar, both by Jordan Poyer, who got the AFC Defensive Player of the Week, rightfully deserved. Defense for the Bills, you did great in the second half. In the first half, you were down 20 to uh, 20 to 10. You know, weren't looking too good in the first half, but, you know, that's how the Ravens look. They're always coming out guns blazing already because, you know, they like to choke leads. But, yeah, shout out to you guys in the second half, getting two picks on Lamar, holding him in this game, and he was really bad in this game, man. So, great job by the Bills defense showing why they're one of the best in the league. And then going on to Lamar and the Ravens, Lamar, just not good game, man. I think he's still been the MVP, probably. I think he's still the lead runner for MVP. But 
yeah, not the best game from Lamar. Rushing-wise, he did all right. And then, you know, Devin DuVernay leading the team in receiving yards. Shout-out, Devin DuVernay. J.K. Dobbins, this was his first game back. And he actually looked, like, not too bad. You know, he had two touchdowns in his comeback game. And then, defensively for the Ravens, you know, he lost the game. The secondary looks shit. Looked really bad. And then they signed JPP. He looked bad as well. But yeah, all around bad job from the Ravens defense. And But now, story from this game, man. Marlon Humphrey with the pick as well. And then, yeah, the story from this game is that the Ravens on fourth and goal towards the end of the game, you know, decide to go for it. And it's fourth and goal from about the three-yard line. Lamar just running back, throws it up, and it's intercepted. So now they don't have the lead at all. It was 20-20 to at that point. You could have sent Justin Tucker out to put you up by three because I guarantee you he would have made that. So, yeah, John Harbaugh decides to go for it, and it's been an ass, man. The Bills, Josh Allen goes down and won them the fucking game. Man, that was just a real disappointing game for the Ravens because it looked like they're gonna win this game. It looked like everything, like all the right signs in the for the Ravens were going for them, like at least to win it, like, to at least like skate by with the win. But <laughs> they went for it and they paid dearly for it. But anyway, for the Ravens, Lamar, he, like you didn't have that good of a game. I'm sorry, you didn't have that. Have that. Lamar did not have that good of a game. And then for rushing, they rushing offense already, like. Like, this is disappointing, really. And then for receiving, they don't need to be talked about. And then and then for the defense, you, you shouldn't be talked about either. But but this is really disappointing for the Ravens because really, like, they, they could be the second undefeated team in the league. They really could be. It's just unfortunate that some things didn't go their way, and and that's how, that's how it goes sometimes, right? That's, that's how it goes. Yep. And then for the Bills side, like, I think we're starting to notice, like, a, a glaring problem with the Bills. I th- is that just me? What, their offensive line? Or, like, what? Well, like, they don't run the ball. Like, ever. Yeah. L- like, you need to at least run the Like, try to establish it. Because, like, cause, like you're, you're just going to become one-dimensional and predictable at the end of the day. And I feel like if you're going to try to win the Super Bowl, you can't just, like, win with this with just all passing. You gotta at least like try to run, but like um, for for the Bills, Josh Allen, you did not play that good. Really, you let a game win drive, so that's good. But like other than that, you play like shit. And then for rushing, you did, you did okay. They no, they did not. They did not do okay. I guess I don't know. And then for for receiving the Bills, the Bills, eh, it was not. It, it was okay. I guess Dix had an okay game. I guess. And then for the defense, Jordan Poyer got two picks, and then other than that, <laughs> nothing really to know. Like the Bills' defense, you guys did good because you you, you held them like to, to score this in the second half to to help you guys with that comeback. But I was but the first half was was a bit scary. But yeah, the Bills they they skated by with the win, and now three and one. Yes, they are. All right, we got an NFC East matchup. The Cowboys against the Commanders, man. The Cowboys improved to 3-1 on the year. Cooper Rush, 3-0 on the season. 4-0 as a starter in this league. 
whoop the Commanders' ass in this game. Carson Wentz, I'm going to start with the Commanders first. Carson Wentz looked fucking trash in this game, man. He had a beautiful touchdown pass, I'll admit, to Jahan Dotson, but that's on Anthony Brown, so that doesn't count. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he only got sacked twice. I was expecting a lot more pressure, especially since Philly the week prior got, what, nine sacks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I only had two sacks in this game. But yeah, Wentz looked fucking awful. And then running the ball, I mean, that's all they could really do on Dallas. And, you know, I'm at Dallas needs to work but on that just a tad bit. But I still think, well, not think. They for sure have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Receiving-wise, Jahan Dotson got injured in this game. But yeah, he was the team's leading receiver with 43 yards and then had the touchdown. And then, you know, they just kicked another field goal besides that. And the commander's defense, you fucking suck because you lost Cooper Rush, man. So, and the, now, you know what, that's all I need to talk about for the commanders. For the Cowboys side, Cooper Rush having one of his best games, in my opinion. I mean, he played a really efficient, effective game. You know, that's all he has to do. And, you know, they actually let him pass a bit more this time. I don't know why, but they did. But, yeah, he, he did all right passing the ball, man. 223 yards, two touchdowns. He had two interceptions that uh, were pretty bad, but they were both penalties on Washington. So, you know, they came back. You know, C.D. Lamb, great game. Six receptions, 97 yards. And then a beautiful fucking touchdown route that was one of the nastiest routes I've ever seen in my life. Michael Gallup in his return game back finally and of course he had a touchdown and great job on fourth and goal. Well no it wasn't fourth and goal just fourth down and they went for it and then they got him Michael Gallup in the back of the end zone. Great throw by Cooper Rush and then the defense shout out to them again man one of the best defenses in the league fucking holding down the law, man. They have not gave up over 20 points in any game this year. Them and the 49ers are the only teams that have done that. They're on historic fucking rate right now. Donovan Wilson led the team in tackles again. And Malik Hooker as well, second. Micah Parsons still fucking being incredible. Still the lead candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. And then Trayvon Diggs fucking locking down Terry McLaurin. Fucking shut down everyone. He got his first interception in this game. No, I'm sorry. He had a second. I'm sorry. Because he had the other one against the Giants. But yeah, he had his second interception in this game. And he's looking like a top five corner. Traylon Diggs is incredible. And then it was also our rookie, Deron Bland, as well, who had the game ceiling interception on Carson Wentz in the fourth quarter. Man, Brett Maher has still been incredible this year. He had the extra point that was blocked, so that's not his fault. But yeah, Brett Maher has been incredible so far this year. So, great job, all around great game for the Cowboys. So, all right, so the commanders, you know, they're coming off a bad loss and. They come, they come back. Well, no, they don't come back. They go, they go into Dallas and they get the shit kicked out of them. Like Carson Wentz did not do good. Like it was not a good game for him. Once again, the offense couldn't really get anything going against the Cowboys' defense. Rushing couldn't get anything, anything going. John Dotson, you you did good because you got a touchdown. But other than that, nothing really to up now from from the receivers. Defense, you like you lost a Cooper Rush. What what like what should I say? <laughs> and then. 
for the Cowboys. Like they, I think they did pretty good. Like Cooper Rush, like I'm gonna be honest, he's surprising me a bit. Like I thought that the Cowboys were were really were fucked. <laughs> like even you did. Come on, you gotta admit it. I did, but I'm back. But like, but like. But the Cowboys offense really isn't doing that bad. Like Cooper Rush, like is doing is doing what he needs to do. Like from the win the games, you know. Like just do just do like the like just be a game manager and and then they'll do it. Like they'll, they'll win. That, that's really it. And Zeke, he did nothing. C D Lamb had a good game. C D Lamb had a good game as well. And then the offense, he did he did good. But he did good. I'll say, I'll say that. And then defense, he also did really good as well. Impressive win for the Cowboys. Like that's an impressive win. Like and I don't know who's playing next, but but that's impressive. Rams next, man. Yeah, just fucking wait till Dak comes back with this team. But anyway, let's move on. Next we had, which was in my opinion, the fucking game of the week. And who knew this would be the fucking game of the week? The Seahawks and the Lions. Holy shit, we need to talk about this, man. Geno Smith, man. Winning NFC Offensive Player of the Week. He looked fucking great in this game, man. He just connected on every single throw. He had 320 yards, two touchdowns. Rashad Penny being the fucking running back. I know he can be 17 carries for 151 yards and two touchdowns. Gino even ran for one as well. And he had 50 yards rushing as well. So fucking 370 total yards for Gino. He did incredible. And DK... uh. He did great while he was on the field, 149 yards on seven receptions, and then he had to take a shit, so he left the game on a cart. As he said himself, if he would have walked there, he would not have made it. So yeah, there's there's the story from this game. Tyler Lockett did good receiving-wise as well, and then Will Disley and Noah Fant as well caught the touchdowns. A Lockett fumbled one, so, and then the defense for the Seahawks, well, you sucked. You gave up 45 points, and then to the fucking Lions as well. So, the Lions, Jared Goff has looked really fucking good this year, <laughs> surprisingly. The fucking goofball has looked great this year. So, you know, another four-touchdown game from him, 378 yards. He had that pick, No, and now it's to my boy, man. To my boy Tariq Woolen, who returned it for a pick six. Great game from him. Rushing wise, Jamal Williams still stepping in for DeAndre Swift. He had a fucking fantastic game as well. 19 carries, 108 yards, two touchdowns. Hawkinson fucking balled out. Eight receptions for 179 yards and two touchdowns. Josh Reynolds shot on him as well, 81 yards as well. And then Justin Jackson with the other receiving touchdown. But man, there was over a thousand yards of total offense in this game, and then there's 93 points scored between these two teams. How can you not be entertained by this game, dude? The Lions almost fucking came back and won this game, but you know, unfortunately, they couldn't do that. The Seahawks hold on to win this game, and man, just all around fucking great game to watch. Man, like this was this was like this was an exciting like, game, as you know. Surprisingly, because I thought this was gonna be a shit fest, really, and then it wasn't. It was actually a pretty exciting game. Like, no, it looks like the defenses kind of took a day off. They didn't want to play football, so they just let the offense do the work. But like, Geno Smith had had an amazing game. Like, 
like are like we possibly might be seeing the resurrection of Geno Smith. We're we're not though. Sadly, I want to see that though. <laughs> but anyway, um, Gino had a good game. Rash- Rashad Penny did good. Like the whole offense did good. Like DK and Tyler Lock had good games as well. We'll just see got touchdown. Like the offense was, was just on fire that game. And can we just let this sink in, right, like really quick? Geno Smith is literally playing better than Russell Wilson. Did they get a quarterback upgrade? <laughs> like Geno, like, like we'll talk about that more later. But like Geno Smith is literally playing better than Russell Wilson right now, and and has the highest completion percentage in the league, right? And it's not even close as well. Man, like Geno Smith, man, it has been you know for Geno Smith, Sanders he's been sensational. But like, um, offense, you did pretty good. Defense, we you don't deserve to be talked about. You really don't deserve to be talked about. Like you shouldn't be named ever. And then and then for the Lions, it, for the Lions, um, Jared Goff had a really good game. Like surprising because it's Jared Goff. But like they've been he's, they've been doing pretty good this like for the offense. They've been, they've been like kind of like one of them the best offenses in, offenses in the league, and that's surprising to me because the Lions and they're led by. Jared Goff, which who is also playing better than, than Russell Wilson. <laughs> and then for rushing, Jamal Williams had a good game. And then and then for receiving, TJ Hawkinson. T- and and if you <clears throat> if you if you're a fantasy owner, if you had TJ Hawkinson, you had you had the time of your life. Like Jesus, that was an, a sensational game from TJ Hawkinson. Josh Reynolds, shout out to you. 80 yards and touchdown. Pretty good game, too. And then defense, you still should not be talked about, especially you, Jeff Okuda. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just talk about, like, how, like, the Seahawks had, like, had, like, a big lead and they still almost, like, lost the game? They did almost, yeah. The Lions, you know, just went on a scoring fest in the fourth quarter. D- they Fun went back again. So, uh, I'm sorry. Like, the Lions scored 22 in the, in the, in the fourth. Yeah. Alright, was another fun fact. The Lions actually had the best offense in the league, statistic-wise. They have the number one scoring offense, but then they also have the worst defense in the league. They're, they've scored 140 points, and then they gave up 141 points so far this season. You know what's like the last team I remember that had that? Hmm. The 2011 Packers. Mm, wow. Yeah, they went 15-1, and one, and then they lost to the Giants. How do you listen to Eli Manning? Anything but, else you want to talk about for this game? Nothing really except for Geno Smith. <laughs> he, he's, 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 he's good. He's been really good this year. But anyway, move on to the Chargers absolutely whooping the Texans' ass. I know the score looks like it's only a 10-point game, 34-24 over the Texans. But this game is not close. Trust me. Justin Herbert finally looked like the Justin Herbert we all fucking know and love. He did great in this game. Throwing for 340 yards and two touchdowns. He only got sacked once. Yeah, Austin Eckler finally returned to the Austin Eckler of last year. Yeah, fantasy team. Edgar, shout out if he was on your fantasy team this week. Great game from Austin Eckler. He had three total touchdowns over 100 total yards. Man, a great fucking game from the Chargers offense, man. Defensively as well, I think you did all right. Like, I know it shows you gave up 24, 
the Texans. But, you know, you, you only give up 14 through th- uh, three quarters. And then, you know, that's when the end of the game was theirs. And the Texans just went and scored 10, you know. I think it was a great game from the Chargers defense. And that's still, you know, no Jason Jackson's back as well. Khalil Max there. No, no Joey Bosa for the long term. And then defensively for the Texans, fucking hell, he sucked. Davis Mills looks like he's clearly not the answer for the Texans at quarterback. You know, he threw two picks and two touchdowns. He got sacked four times. Damian Pierce, though, was the fucking star for the Texans. Rushing-wise, he was the only running back to get a carry. They only ran the ball 14 times for 131 yards and a touchdown. That was all Damian Pierce. And then he add on an extra eight yards receiving for him. Yeah, Davis Mills fumbled. And then, yeah, Texans defense again. Not even worth noting you guys fucking suck. Still the only winless team in the league now. Jeez, like, <laughs> oh, my God. The Chargers, you know, they came off of a, of a really, really, really disappointing game against the Jaguars. They go into NRG Stadium and kick the shit out of the Texans. Like Herbert had a good game and didn't like I, I like I'm gonna be honest, I I did not know I didn't know if he was still injured. I think I think he was good in practice this week actually. Like I think he was full in all the practices. But Herbert played a good game. Herbert played a good game. Eckler had a good game as well. And then for receiving and Mike Williams, you, you, fantasy owners, you 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 had a great day. Mike Williams had a good game. The whole offense did good, and then for the, and then for the Chargers defense, you should not be talked about because you almost lost to the Texans. And then and then for the and then for the Texans, Davis Mills had you know what you know what because it's Davis Mills. Let's say he had an alright game. I don't care if he threw two interceptions. I, don't, I was gonna say like I don't care if he threw two interceptions. I, I'm just it's Davis Mills. I'm gonna say he did alright. And what? <laughs> <laughs> that bro just bro just he's on the Texans, okay? Mm. And then, okay, but anyway, Damian Pierce, shadow Flor- Florida Gator, had 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 a really good game, which is kind of crazy. I, I, I should not did not know that he that he that he would have the only carry. That's just kind of crazy to me. But anyway, Nico Collins had a good game as well. And then for the Texas defense, you know what? Just because you held the Chargers to only seven, you 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 also you did all right. Like, like Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, damn! I I I would have thought that the Bears would would be the only one this team at this point. Yeah, but we're gonna get to them in a bit. But yeah. Texans, you, you know, just for coming for just for almost come back, I'll say yeah, you had an all right game. Chargers, you had a good game. Great win for the Chargers, and except except when you talk about their defense, but just just they they need they need that win. I'll say that they need that win. Yeah, to get back on track for sure. Anyway, NFC South matchup, man. Titans and the Colts. And the Titans won this game 24-17 despite not scoring in the second half. But that's all right because Ryan Tannehill played actually an efficient efficient game, man. That's all he had to do in this game because Derrick Henry looks like he's back in this game, at least for this one game, you know. 
22 carries, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Great game from Derrick Henry, looking like the King Henry from when he had the 2,000 rushing yard season two years ago now. Again, they didn't pass the ball a lot. You know, Robert Woods had a touchdown. A guy, I'm not even fucking trying to pronounce your name, had the other touchdown, led the team in yards as well. For their defense as well, they were able to get two fumbles off of Jonathan Taylor and then one off Matt Ryan as well. Great job from the defense. You're able to hold Jonathan Taylor in check, even though he got injured in this game, but he was only averaging two yards per carry anyway. So great job from the Titans defense. I know it looks like Matt Ryan like actually did all right. Yeah, he he did okay. I'll say that. You know, he threw for over 350 yards. He had two touchdowns and then he had an interception. But yeah, like I said, Jonathan Taylor was held in check. He got injured in this game, and uh, spoiler, he's out for Thursday night football. And then, so yeah, fantasy owners, you're welcome. And then for the Colts, Mo Ali Cox had a really good game actually. He led the team in receptions and yards, and both of Matt Ryan's touchdowns. So great game from him. Colts defense, you did great in the second half, and then, but unfortunately, your offense cannot bring it back because you were held scoreless in two quarters as well. So yeah, all around, just a great defensive game in this one. So you know, if you like defense, this was certainly the game for you. You know, uh, this was the return of Shaq Leonard, but yeah, he's already injured. And uh, he's not going to play for Thursday Night Football as well. But yeah, he tried to come back in this game. And then now he's out for Thursday night. So, yeah, again, great defensive game. So, if you love defense, this is the game for you. The Titans, you know what? You know, like, the Titans, like, they need they need a win. Because they look like they're, they're struggling right now. Because they're, they're clearly disappointing. Even though 2-2 two two sets are doing all right. But they're disappointing to me. Like they had to bench Ryan Tannehill at one fucking point. Like Jesus Christ. But but I guess that took, but I guess that I guess that woke him up. I guess and then and then he decides to turn him back into the Ryan Tannehill that we saw that that we see in the playoffs. You know, just be a game manager and and beat the Ravens <laughs> and almost beat the Chiefs. But like yeah, Tannehill had had a really efficient game. He had a good game. Derrick Henry proven to be the better running numbs. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys! You guys are so mad, bro. I, 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 you can, I can see, I can see the smoke coming out, coming out of your ears, bro. But anyway, Derrick Henry had a good game as well. And then for receiving, they should not be talking about ever. Like you should not be talking about. If you're a Titans receiver, you should not be talking about. Well, actually, I do want to say this though, bro, Adam. I want to say this though. Like, what, bro? Have you heard about anything about Tra- Traylon Burks this season? Well, no, I haven't. I heard he got injured in this game. Bro, like, like, you know, like, I know it's a small sample size and he's injured, but like, he's not looking too good right now. Yeah, and it's a turf toe as well, so he's gonna be out for like a couple weeks. Yeah, looks like like it's not looking good. But like, anyway, the receivers you should not be talking about except for those touchdowns. But anyway, but and then for the defense, you did pretty good. You did pretty good because you had a Matt Ryan in check, which mostly most teams did. So I don't know if it's that good. But anyway, Matt Matt Ryan, it was okay, I guess. I don't know. Um, Matt Ryan did okay. Jonathan Taylor was held in what did not have a good game, and he got injured, and that's unfortunate because he's not going to play. It's unfortunate for you. If you're a Mo Ali Cox fantasy owner, you had a good you had a good day. 
and then, and then for and then Alec Pierce had, had had a decent game, and then for the Colts defense, like you, you did okay. But can we just talk about how the Colts can beat the Chiefs, but they cannot beat the Titans? And that's football, man. That's football right there. Really? <laughs> oh my God! I don't know. Like Jesus, like the Matt Ryan experiment does not look does not look too good right now. It's getting better. We could say that, but like it's not looking too good. It's really not. Yeah, I loved how this game was a hyped up match between you know the two running backs, Henry and Taylor, and Derrick Henry's the only one that did all right. Yeah. Anyway, move on to what I thought was going to be the most boring game, and you know. You know, fuck it. I'm I'm taking the cake on this. Yes, this is the most boring, boring fucking game from this week, dude. The Bears and the Giants. The Bears going up to MetLife to play the Giants after they lost to the Cowboys last week. But the Giants win this game 20 to 12 and prove to 3 and 1 on the year. Oh the my god. Giants are 3 and 1. What's wrong? I just saw Justin Fields' stats. <laughs> yeah, I better read them right now. <laughs> Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. If you bet the over on Justin Fields' this fucking passing yards, which I don't even know what it was. So, actually, I I really can't congratulate you because I don't know what it was. But he completed over 10 passes. Wow. Fucking congrats. Man. He completed 11 passes, though. He had a 50% completion percentage as well, which is bad. Yeah, he threw for 174 yards. He got sacked six times. Khalil Herbert running the ball, and you know, he did all right in the absence of uh, David Montgomery, who's looking like he's not going to play this week again. Darnell Mooney had a great game, though, with 94 yards. And then, I mean, the fumbles for the fucking Bears, like, they fumbled six times. They only lost it three times, though. They, they fumbled six times, and that's why they fucking lost this game. You know, the defense... I don't give a fuck. You only gave up 20 points. You guys fucking suck. You lost to the Giants. And then for the Giants, holy fuck, I'm watching. I'm seeing dead. Oh my god, Daniel Jones, bro. He completed less fucking passes than Justin Fields. Wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Daniel Jones had eight completions on 13 attempts, man. I know he got injured, but are you fucking kidding me? He had 71 total passing yards in this game. He he almost had more rushing yards than passing yards. Oh my god, man. He has 68 rushing yards and he had both of the rushing touchdowns for the Giants. But the story for this game was Saquon Barkley, man. He's officially back now. 31 carries. They gave him 31 carries for 146 yards. He did absolutely incredible. Saquon looks to be back. Danny Galladay, of course, still no catch. And, you know, the Giants fumbled twice as well. And then the defense, uh, you know what? Eh, I'll give you some credit, okay? You held a team to 12 points, but it was the Bears. So, you know, not too impressive. You know. So, yeah, all around, shit show of the game. I'm taking the dub that this is the worst game of the week. Oh, my God. Your fucking reaction to that, to that to Daniel Jones game. I don't get how that's possible. I think he got injured too, and then Tyra Taylor came in, and then he also got injured. Yes. Fucking Saquon is our quarterback. Wait, wait, you wait, you're being dead ass. Yeah, they were running Wildcat with Saquon at quarterback. Oh my god. I think they're working out they're working out like AJ McCarron and Jake Fromm. Oh my god. 
hey, Jimmy Karen, he, he was okay when he was when, when he was with the Bengals. That's all I remember. Yeah, but they're both ass. That was like in 2015, though. <laughs> Long ass time ago. Oh my god! But anyway, Justin Fields, like you, you did better than Mariota, who who tried to do his best impression of you, but you, you did better than him. <laughs> But anyway, Felix did not do did not you know just because he completed eleven passes, I'll say he did he he had a good game. Color Herbert did decent off offense. Offense didn't do that good, and the, I believe like this was so winnable. Like you want to say this right now, this was like so winnable. Like no team wanted to win this game. Yeah. It was just a miserable game to watch. Just sloppy, sloppy football. And it was more sloppier than the game we're going to talk about, which, which hint, it was in rain. And, yeah, but the Bears did not do that good. I don't care if you, I don't care if the Bears even held, held, held the Giants to 20 points. It's the Giants. But anyway, but anyway, the Giants, you know, the Giants, for in terms of quarterbacks, they not nothing went well for them. Like they both their quarterbacks got injured. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones got injured. Tyler Taylor got injured, and then they're working out AJ McCarron and Jake Fromm. Two, two like I don't know. Two like okay, you can, you can help me out with that one, but later, but shit, quarterbacks. Well, yeah, I was just trying to say I was just trying to describe their their, their like. They're style in college, but anyway, because decent quarterbacks in college. Jake, you called Jake. Jake Fromm was a good quarterback in college. Yeah, sure, okay. Give them both good quarterbacks in college. Really? <laughs> uh, the only thing, uh, the, only, the one thing I remember about AJ McCarron's time in Alabama was when Brent Musburger was like, oh, "That was his wife and his mom." Uh, but anyway, Saquon had a good game. Looked like the best running back in the league. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> top five. I'll say that. Sure. I'll say he's top five right now. And if you're a Giants receiver, you should not be talked about. You legally should not be talked about ever. You should legally not be in the NFL. And and then for the for the defense, you you did you did okay. I'll, I'll say you did well. And then, uh, set so, and then. And then yeah, no, nothing really up to up note. This was a just this, this is this, these were not good. These were bad. This is a bad game for both teams. This was a bad win for the Giants and a bad game for the Bears. No one came out of this looking good. Yep, absolutely right. Let's talk about a game that wasn't good again to watch. Fucking shit, the Jaguars and the Eagles, man. Oh my god, bro. This no, oh my god. This game was in rain. Uh, it wasn't as bad as the fucking one in the Bears and the the Niners earlier in the year, but still, it was raining pretty hard. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars lost this game to the Eagles, who are the only undefeated team left in the league. They win 29-28 over the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence looked like the Trevor Lawrence of last year, and he did really bad. Who I'm gonna fucking rip into right now because I love Trevor and he fumbled fucking four times, man. He lost all four of them as well. It was fucking so hard to watch Trevor in this game, man, because he, he could literally could have won this game as well for them, man. Especially on the four, uh, it was fourth and three, I believe, in the second quarter, I want to say, or maybe it was the end of the first quarter. And Doug decides to go for it. I don't know why. You know, it could have been up 17 nothing, arguably. 
and made it a three-possession game. But no, Doug goes for it, and then Trevor fumbled. They couldn't run the ball at all with ETN or Robinson. And then receiving-wise, it was Christian Kirk who led him in yards, but Jamal Agnew had both touchdowns for him. He did all right. And then James, Rob- James Robinson fumbled once, but, you know, they got it back. Christian Kirk got it back. And literally on that fumble, I literally fucking knew he was going to fumble as well, but, you know, Christian Kirk was there to recover it. Defense, I'll say they looked okay. You know, he gave up 20 points in one quarter, and that's really bad. But, like, he had to pick six on, you know, early in the first quarter. Uh, he looked all right. You know, he held him to zero points. You're up 14 nothing in the first quarter. And then he gave up 20 points, like, undoubtedly. So you were losing at halftime. And that's why I knew the fucking game was over. Jalen Hurts, you fucking look shit. I don't care what you're going to say. Hurts looked bad in this game. He got sacked twice, surprisingly. I didn't think he would get sacked, especially by the Jaguars D-line. But yeah, he got sacked twice. He looked bad, had the interception that was, like, up at, like, 40 feet in the air. Andre Sisko returned it for a touchdown. Miles Sanders, I'm convinced this fucking offensive line, which is the best in the league, can make any running back look good. Miles Sanders ran the ball 27 times for 134 yards and two touchdowns. Hertz had another rushing touchdown on fourth and goal. And then Kenny Gainwell also had another one. But other than that, he was bad. Yeah, I'm convinced this offensive line can make any running back look good. Uh, man, and A.J. Brown had 95 yards. Only receiver worth notably. You know, Devonta Smith did shit. Hurts fumbled as well, but of course they had all the fucking fumble recoveries on the Jaguars. And that's really the main reason they lost this game. Defense, I'll say he did alright because he helped him scoreless two quarters, you know. He got, you were able to get to Trevor four times as well. So, you know, this is a shit show game to watch, man. And, yeah, we can talk about your team. All right. So, this was literally the first, like, okay. So, like, it was the first quarter, like, first minute. Like, the, not even the first minute. It was the first play. And then Hurst throws a bad interception to Andre Cisco. It, it was a touchdown. And then we got four. And then, and then we came back four and out. We, we punt the ball back to them. Trevor throws the ball to Trevor throws a short ball to Jamal Agnew. They score fourteen nothing. So I was like, okay, okay, this is that. And I was like, okay, this is like, this is gonna be the one game. Is this this is gonna be like the one game where the where the Eagles like look shit, like actually disappointing. It's a bad team because like this always happens. Like always one fucking year. This happens one game every fucking year for the Eagles. They 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 play against, they play shit against a team that that they literally should be. But it didn't look like that at all. You know, we came back and won. But Trevor, you know, the stats may say that he did decent. He did not do good. And plus, he can, and plus he can play the same amount of passes as, as Justin Fields did. I want to say that. And then he fumbled four times. They lost all of them. Offense wasn't, wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't like that bad. But like, it was, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad, if you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? No, I think they were that bad. They suck. I don't know. I, I don't know. Trevor, I mean, like, Trevor could, could like, like, was passing, like, like was doing decent against, like, against our defense in the past. But, like, yeah. And then, and then receiving and rushing, they should not be talked about at all, except for Jamal Agnew. And then for the defense, you, and like, geez, like yeah, the Jaguars defense, like, yeah, they had an alright game, I guess. 
And then for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts threw bad interception and then turned into a game manager. So, so that's really all we need him to do. He had he had a decent he had a decent game. He had a decent game. And then for the rushing, Miles Sanders is looking like to have a breakout season right now. Like a hundred, like having a great game, and plus, and plus, she he is third in rushing right now. <laughs> Jalen Hurts ran in for one. Kenny Gabriel ran in for one. Rushing game was really good. And then, and then for receiving, AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard had had decent to good games. And then for the defense, like like you did, you did good. you did decent. Like after the no, actually you did pretty good after the first quarter. Like. James Bradbury got got an interception. Like a son Rex, like forced two, for, got two strip sacks. We got we got them back, and we got them all forced forced another two fumbles, and we all got them. Which is son Reddick did win defensive NFC defensive player of the week. That's good for him. Defense, you did pretty good, right? You did pretty good. Like it, it shit. It was. The game looks like it was close. It wasn't close at all. It wasn't really that close after the first quarter. They got a touchdown from garbage time, but yeah. The Eagles, it was it was uh, it, it was a good defensive showcase for you guys, and good for the for the rushing. But yeah, I I am. Um, but it was it was it was an okay win for us. I'll say that it was okay. We're still undefeated though. I'm I'm happy about that. That's why I think they face the Bills or Chiefs. They're getting their ass kicked. Anyway, move on to which we saw the return of Zach Wilson, man. The milk hunter himself, Zach Wilson, came into this game and looked really bad, okay? He looked really bad until the game-winning drive that he let them on. There, he looked really good. But yeah, here, he looked bad. You know, he even caught a touchdown as well on the Philly special from Braxton Berrios. You know, Brees Hall had a decent game running the ball. Yeah, Zach Wilson in his debut, he threw two picks. Yeah, and then, like I said, laid the game-winning drive for the Jets. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, again, Jets won this game over the Steelers 24-20. to And then, you know, rushing-wise, I already talked about Brees Hall. He looked all right. And then defense... I mean, pretty good job. You got three interceptions on Pickett, four in total. Marcus Joyner at two in this game alone. Great job from the Jets defense. So, yeah, you heard the name Kenny Pickett, and that was it, man. Kenny Pickett came in the game after Mitch Trubisky looked fucking awful because he fucking is awful. And Kenny Pickett, I don't care, man. I thought he looked all right, dude. You know, he had one bad interception on his first throw, and that's partially his fault because it's a little underthrown, and then partially Chase Claypool's fault if he just literally couldn't bring the ball in with him. But yeah, other than that, he completed every single pass besides the, the three interceptions he had. And then, you know, the other one was a tipped one uh, on the receiver, and then he, he was able to drag his feet, the corner was. And then... The third one was a Hail Mary toss at the end of the game. So, you know, take with that what you will. Yeah, I thought Kenny Pickett looked all right, though. And then he's actually going to start for the Steelers in their next game against the Bills. Great job that they finally made that transition to Kenny Pickett. 
Najee actually looked all right running the ball as well. They were able to run the ball the Steelers efficiently in this game. You know, that's all that they wanted to do. Kenny Pickett had the two rushing touchdowns. Georgia Pickens finally went over 100 yards, man. Maybe building a connection with Kenny Pickett. You know, great job from him. He had some great catches as well in this game as well. Yeah, Pickett fumbled, but he didn't lose it. And then defensive-wise, you were doing all right, man, until the fourth quarter, and that's where you gave up 14 to the Jets and Zach Wilson, and that's where you lost the game because Zach Wilson led the game-winning drive and what propelled the Jets to win this game, and now the Jets are 500, man. And now that they got Zach Wilson back, you know, Corey Davis had a pretty good game as well. So, you know, all around, you know, it wasn't too fun of a game to watch, but we got to receive the, re- the return of Zach Wilson, and he looked, again, like, not the best, but he had a very good game-winning drive that led the Jets to a win. This, like, I'm, like, I'm, okay, I'm going to start. Like, Adam said already, this is not, this is, like, not a fun game to watch. This was, like, it was, it was just, like, kind of just... I don't know how to describe it really. It was, it was like, it was just boring to me. It was just a really boring game. Like Zach Wilson, like you know, you returned from injury, look shit. Brees Hall, you had a touch. Like like, the rushing for the Jets did okay. They got a touchdown. That's good for them. Brees Hall still isn't that top ten talent, like one of my friends says. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Yes. Uh, yeah, and then Corey Davis had had an okay game. Like the offense, like didn't really do that good, in my opinion. In my opinion, it wasn't like that. It wasn't that good, really. At least they got the win, though. They got the game winning drive. It was nice, but it was Zach Wilson's first game back. I don't, I don't know how much I, I don't know how much I want to rip on him for that, but I don't know. It, it was just it, it was just not a good day for the for the Jets offense, but they still won though. That's good for them. And then for the Jets defense, you did, you you did good like until Pickett came in really. And then for the Steelers, Pickett threw three interceptions, but he's still, but we're not going to talk about that. Like literally, like take away the interceptions, and you literally would would have done would have would have had a Justin Fields that game. Like, come on, <laughs> and then, and then, and then for the rushing, Pickett had two touchdowns. Najee had a decent game. Pickens and Pat Fryermuth had a good game, and then for the defense, you were doing you were doing well until that final drive. But that's but that's that's whatever I guess. I don't know. But the Jets did win. They won. They they do win. They're going against. I I forgot who. I don't know who they're going against. This next week, the Jets. Yes, they're playing the Dolphins. They might have a chance to win. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, I think they actually do have a chance to win that game. Okay, hold, hold, hold on. I want to tell a story right now because um, I don't know, but but I should lose like in the Eagles probably. Okay, so it was like during like the the fucking um, Washington game, and then. It, like it was like a flesh of cocks just sweats uh, a sack and then like in front of my mom and dad I just screamed out sweaty cocks what fuck like do you get it because it's just sweat and yeah cocks. like I screamed yeah. out sweaty cocks oh my god <laughs> and 
How did they react to that? It, 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 they, they just kind of looked at me in disappointment. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, that was funny. Oh my god. Uh, you have anything else to talk about? No. <laughs> okay. Alright. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> okay. Alright. Let me compose myself. Okay, let's move on, man. <laughs> to the battle of the Oklahoma quarterbacks that won the Heisman. One has looked all right in the NFL. Well, no, one's looked pretty good in the NFL. The other one has not looked good. <laughs> and then this game, that was the same case. You know, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals win this game 26-16 to over Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. So talk about the Cardinals first. Kyler Murray, you know, he wasn't doing great. He had a really bad interception as well. But then he threw the game-winning touchdown to Hollywood Brown. That was a beautiful throw to Hollywood Brown. And then running the ball, they were able to run the ball pretty good as well. Kyler, a rushing touchdown as well. He had three total touchdowns on the day. Hollywood Brown had one receiving. And then Zach Ertz had the first one as well all around. Decent game for the Cardinals on offense, mostly just the fourth quarter that did that, you know, and they were uh, actually tied with the Panthers going into the third quarter, I mean, going into the fourth quarter, and then, yeah, that's when they just bro- uh, broke free and then won this game. The defense, really good job, but I don't know how much credit I want to give you because uh, Baker Mayfield was able to put it up 16 on you and throw a touchdown. So yeah, not too much, too much credit, but you still did hold them 16 points, scoreless in two quarters. So I'll say you did pretty good. You know, for the Panthers, Baker, you fucking suck. Oh my god, man, Baker is so shit. He should not be a fucking starter in this league. From what he's looking like right now, he's looking like the worst quarterback in the league. He completed under 200 yards. He had a touchdown to CMC, who had a great game. And then two pats, passes that were uh, tipped up in the air and intercepted. Yeah, he had a 7.4 QBR in this game. He <laughs> is playing so fucking dog shit. CMC couldn't get anything rushing, but receiving-wise, he looks to be back. Nine receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Great job from CMC. Fantasy owners should be Adam. He had a pretty decent day. Baker as well fumbled the ball. Frankie Luvu, very underrated player for the Panthers. Great game from him. He had the pick six on Kyler. And then he got injured, unfortunately. But I, I don't know if he came back or not because I turned this game off from how fucking boring it was. But yeah, anyway, you know, again, like how I said, pretty boring game to watch until the Cardinals broke free in the fourth quarter and then that's where Kyler you know just went off in the fourth quarter to propel the Cardinals to two and two and now our everyone in the NFC West actually is two and two the Cardinals the Cardinals go into I forgot what the was Panther Stadium called I don't know Oh shit! Um, oh, there you go. Okay. okay, so okay, so so the offense, you know, you flip twenty six against the Panthers defense, which I don't know. I won't say it's disappointing, but like I don't know. But um, Kyler had okay. What are you gonna say, son? Yeah, I was gonna say Bank of America Stadium. So the Cardinals go into Bank of America Stadium and they and and they humiliate Baker Mayfield. <laughs> but 
Kyler had a, had a decent game. He threw two threw two touchdowns, had an interception. It was a decent game for him. Rushing, not nothing of note really. And then, and then Hollywood Brown caught, like got got a deep pass that he surprisingly did not drop. And then, and then, yeah, it was a beautiful pass from from to Kyler to, to Hollywood again. Surprised he didn't drop it. And then for the defense, you know, they they held they they did they the Panthers did not score twenty, and, and um Dennis Gar- Gardeck got got an interception, so that's good for them. And Jalen Thompson also got one as well. And then so you did you you did you did good I'll say that. And then Baker Mayfield, you're the worst starting quarterback in the league. You should not have a job in the NFL ever. Okay, that's probably that's probably too harsh, Blake. He, he is the worst starting quarterback in the league. I I'm saying that Justin Fields is literally a better quarterback than him. <laughs> uh, like I I'm, I I'll say that I don't I don't care. Like he is not good. He's too short. He can't he can't throw he can't throw a medium pass. He can't throw a short pass. And then whenever DJ Moore is open, he completely misses him. Like you gotta feel bad for him. <laughs> I don't know, but like. DJ Moore should literally just ask for a trade. And then, he literally resigned as well. <laughs> you should just ask for a trade, and then and I and I saw someone I saw a dumbass say you should go to the Cowboys. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, the rushing did not do good for the Panthers, and then receiving McCaffrey had, had a decent game. And then for the defense, um, nothing really too up no because we already talked about it. But yeah, um, Panthers are not having are, look, are looking like they're not they're not gonna have a good season. It looks like Matt Rule might get fired, or most likely will get fired. But yeah, Cardinals, you, you, it was a good win for you, a decent one. Mm-hmm. And then this one next up, two legendary franchises in the NFL. The Patriots and the Packers, and the Packers narrowly escaped this game in overtime, 27 to 24, over the Patriots. The story of this game was Brian Hoyer was going to start for the Patriots because Mac Jones, we knew, wasn't going to play. He didn't travel with the team at all. And then Brian Hoyer, literally his first drive in the game, goes down with an injury. It's a concussion, and they already ruled him out for the game. So it's the third stringer from out of Western Kentucky, Bailey Zappi, man, who set the college football touchdown record out doing Joe Burrow's touchdown record of 60, and he had 61. You know, he had, he had a great, great career. You know, the one season he was at Western Kentucky before he declared in the NFL draft. But yeah, he was taken in the fourth round by the Patriots. And then, you know, he played a game manager. You know, he he only had five incompletions. You know, he had 10 completions in total, 99 yards. He had a touchdown to Devontae Parker. You know, he played the game manager role. The Patriots ran the ball with Damian Harris and Ramon J. Stevenson. Both of them did pretty good, especially Damian Harris. And then, yeah, receiving, you know, they didn't pass the ball a lot. So it was Nelson Aguilar, 46 yards, led the team. Bailey Zappi did have the one fumble, though. And then, you know, in overtime, couldn't lead the Packers to the win, even though their defense was able to hold Aaron Rodgers in overtime, which is incredibly hard to do, and gave the ball to Bailey Zappi, who just needed to get in field goal range, and he could not do that. They had a quick uh, three and out. 
gave the ball back to Rodgers, and of course he gets in field goal range. Easy kick from Mason Crosby, and the Packers win the game. Defense for the Patriots, uh, not too good, you know. You got an interception on Rodgers, of course. That's always great whenever that happens because Rodgers hardly throws interceptions. And then speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he played the game manager type as well, you know. He threw the ball 35 times, but you know, he only completed it 21 times. And he had 251 yards passing. He had two touchdowns, one to Romeo Dobbs, and then the other to Robert Tunyon. And then, like I said, the interception on him. But, you know, the Packers just running the ball with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, the two-headed monster running back. Aaron Jones went over 100, and then A.J. Dillon had a great game as well. But Christian Watson receiving actually had the rushing touchdown. Alan Lazard went over 100 yards. He had a great game. And then, you know, defensively, Romeo Dobbs almost could have sealed the game for the Packers, but he had that drop touchdown in the end zone. You know, he had a fumble as well in the first drive for the Packers. And then defensively for the Packers, you know, I'm not giving y'all any credit, man. You almost lost to Bailey Zappi in a third-string quarterback. <laughs> so, yeah, this is not too Slay fun of a game to watch. What? Well, he's slaying the Packers' defense. Because they almost lost to a third-string quarterback. That's why. So, yeah, not too fun of a game to watch. I thought the Packers were going to blow them out. And, uh... Did not do that. Oh, wait, didn't you say that that, that like last that like that last episode of the scheme was like easy money? Um, I remember for the easy money, I said that for the Ravens and Patriots, and I was completely right about that. But yeah, this was one of my locks of the week. I completely forgot about that, by the way. This was one of my locks on the week, and uh, I got that game right. And then my other one was um. What the fuck is my one? It was, uh, yeah, the Chargers over the Texans. So uh, I only had two, and I got both of them right, actually, for this week. So uh, you're welcome if you chose the money line for this. I'm going to be honest. I don't even think I remember mine. You had Philly. You had, um... Well, I'm trying to remember the other. <laughs> Did you have Arizona over the Panthers? Um, I don't remember. I don't think I did. Um... I don't fucking remember for you either. I'm not gonna fucking like completely <laughs> forgot to go back and see your locks. I remember mine, but I don't remember you. Mm, can go meet your mic if you want, but um, okay, so <clears throat> okay, so the pa- the Patriots go go into Lambeau Field, so you already know it's gonna be a tough game when you just go into Lambeau, and then Brian Hoyer is gonna start. You know, it's his fifth stint has the Patriots started. Yep, fifth time. And then he gets injured. So Bailey Zap. Is that how you say it or Zappy? Zappy. Oh, Jesus Christ, that sounds like a superhero. That sounds like a, a really bad superhero. <laughs> superhero. Yes, Bailey Zappy. But anyway, um <clears throat> Bailey Zappy, you know, just cause he just cause he he came in as a third shaker, I'm gonna say he had a good game. And then Patriots the rushing offense. That's basically the reason why they almost won the game. And then, and then um, receiving nothing with two of them. Wait, little Jordan Humphreys on this team? Yeah, with the Patriots, yes. Oh my, little Jordan Humphrey, the slowest receiver in the league. Shout out, though. Welcome home. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I'm like yeah. Um, in the in the Patriots defense, like you almost you almost won them the game, so I'm saying you did pretty good. But like anyway. Pretty sure. 
but, but like, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we got the Packers now. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, like, he, you know, just because he threw a pick, I'm gonna say he did okay. But like, Aaron Rodgers, like, it wasn't like the Aaron Rodgers game we, we always expect, right? You can agree with that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not like. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to find your locks. Oh I'm so God. incredibly focused. I'm trying to look for the locks. Oh my gosh, this, this guy, bro. Oh my God. Anyway, Aaron Jones had a good game. Like Packers rushing was do, was doing good. AJ Dillon had a good game as well. Al Lazard had, had probably a career day. I don't know if he did. Romeo Dubs had a touchdown. Robert Tony had a touchdown, and then. Packers team was almost lost in the game, so I'm so I'm gonna say they didn't do good. I don't think they got I don't think they got an interception. Like Rashawn Gary got two sacks, like that's good for him. But it, was, it Packers barely scraped by with the win against against the Patriots, but against the third stringer, but you know, it's any given Sunday at the end of the day, you know, I like still disappointing for the Packers, but it's but it's how it goes sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's... All right. Okay, we'll move on. I, I'm. I will find. I. I found the segment, so I'm. I'm listening through it right now. But yeah, let's move on to. It is now Sunday night. Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. We have one more three o'clock game: the Broncos and the Raiders. Man. Oh my god. The Broncos in this game. Uh, I know you have something very important to talk about. And then, uh, first off for the Broncos, so Wilson, uh, probably his best game as the Broncos quarterback. Uh, still got sacked three times, still didn't look too, too good. Running the ball, I mean, he's the team's leading rusher because Javante Williams, unfortunately, towards ACL in this game. Praise to him. KJ Hamler with his one reception led the team in yards, but Jerry Judy and Sutton both had the <laughs> touchdowns. Melvin Gordon, of course, had a fumble that was returned. I remember that. Shout out Garrett Bowles for that fucking tackle attempt. That looks like a Madden tackle attempt. And then, you know, quickly for the defense, shit. Uh, yeah, you did bad. You let Devontae Adams go over 100. He actually looks like the old Devontae Adams in this game. You know, he had 13 targets, 9 receptions, 1 over 100. And that's it. The Raiders receivers only had five guys who caught passes from Derek Carr, man. Derek Carr looks so bad as well, by the way. Like, Derek Carr somehow underperformed Russell Wilson, who's looked really bad this year. So, yeah, Derek Carr's looked atrocious as well. But they didn't have to do anything because running the ball, Josh Jacobs, man, he carried almost 30 times, went over 140 yards and two touchdowns. Great game from Josh Jacobs. And then the defense, you know, he gave up Russell Wilson to have his best game as a Broncos quarterback, but, you know, eventually he was going to have an all right game. So I'll say you did all right, especially for looking like one of the worst defenses in the league and saying that with players like Max Crosby and Chandler Jones on your team is a little concerning. But yeah, anyway, you won this game by nine. You were able to hold the Broncos to 23 points. So I'll say you didn't do too, too bad. So I'm gonna let you now uh, go off on somebody. <laughs> I don't know. It's just me point. It's just me poking fun, but really. But um, <clears throat> okay. So Russell Wilson, you know, did not have like okay, okay. Let me start this. Okay, Russell Wilson, you know, had he had a decent game, his best game, and the Broncos scored the most points they had this season, which is a little concerning because it's only twenty three. 
but like yeah but anyway like the offense like really didn't do that good really and nothing really too of note st- stood out like the offense is like not doing that well in this game they did they they were keeping up with the Raiders so that, that's good for them and then for the defense like not really no, nothing too of note for the Broncos and then for the Raiders Derek Hart literally had Justin Fields stat line if he if Justin Fields complete completes more than ten passes regularly like come on you have to agree with that yeah. <laughs> and then Josh Jacobs had an incredible fucking game, and and Montem's also had a good game as well. And then the defense, you know, just a little disappointing. But like, like you want to see Russell Wilson for a second? Because like this this guy Russell Wilson, like he got traded for for a shit ton of picks and and some good players, and then got paid two hundred thirty million, got the bag as well, and then he's performing like shit, like. Jared Goff and Geno Smith are playing better than him. <laughs> and and like they're not even and and like they're not well Jared Goff's getting a shit ton of money, so he's still getting a shit ton of money, but like Geno Smith is literally not even getting that much money. I think he's getting like how many how much money? Like <laughs> I don't know. Who? Geno Smith. Oh Geno's getting fucking like crumbs compared to Russell Wilson. <laughs> like jeez, like Russell Wilson, like like <laughs> like is this playing so bad? Nathaniel Hackett's play calling is so bad. His time management is so bad. His offense is not that good. And 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 you know I'm gonna bring it up. Like Elon Manning said that that they should that they should pay the party two hundred thirty million, and he's not lying. Like yeah, he's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god, and then Russell wasn't responding like, I'm, I'm 3 0 against Chad Powers. Which, if you don't know, that's that, like, Eli Manning will like try to try to go and like try to um, disguise himself as a regular person and, and have his name as Chad Powers, and yeah, <laughs> it worked. But anyway, but like this offense is not doing that good. Like this is like I don't care what you say. This like like this is right now the most disappointing team in the league. Like I don't care what the record. I don't care if the record says, says that they're five hundred. This is the most disappointing team in the league. I think you could agree with that. But I'm sorry. The Broncos are the most disappointing team in the league. They're for sure up there. Then the Colts are first two I can think off the top of my head. Um, Raiders as well. I don't know, but I didn't have the Broncos making the playoffs, so I'm looking like I'm right because I have good takes. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have them either making it, and it doesn't look they're going to. No, oh, well, like Jesus, like the Broncos don't look that good. Nathaniel is just not looking that good either. Like not nothing's going right for them. Their defense is not is like is looking worse than usual, which is kind of scary. But yeah, this is not a good team right now. Let's, let's just move on. Yeah. You're gonna move on, bruh. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the fucking locks, man. I'm sorry. Alright, anyway. Let's move on. Sunday Night Football, in which was a very entertaining game. Mostly from one side. But yeah, anyway, Tampa Bay and the Chiefs. The Chiefs won this game 41-31, scoring a shit ton of points. Patrick Mahomes might be the MVP right now. 249, three touchdowns. He had an interception that was in garbage time. So, yeah, he, he had three sacks as well. But he had one of the most magical plays I've ever seen in my fucking life. 
where he threw the ball to Clyde, evading fucking everybody. But that's just Patrick Mahomes' magic right there. Speaking of Clyde, he was able to run the ball really good, surprisingly. He had 19 carries, bro, what's 92 your yards with touchdown. He fucking sucks, man. Bro, why do you hate, bro? Why you, bro? Why do you hate him so much, like, bro? I don't hate him. I, I literally don't hate him. Yeah, he's just bad. I'm just surprised he's doing well. Anyway, Travis Kelsey, great game, undoubtedly. You know, I'm gonna say this right now. I think Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. Nine receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Jody Forson had another, and then Clyde. Oh my God, receiving had one as well. And then they were able to get two fumbles, one off Tom Brady, one off Rashad White. And then defensively, I mean, you know, it's the Chiefs defense. They were playing well up until this game. They gave up 31 to the Bucs. But anyway, to the Bucs, Tom Brady played a really good game, actually. He did really good. Coming off of not the best games from Tom Brady, the first three games of the season. Yeah, running the ball. They ran the ball a total of six times in this game. Rashad Rashad White ran three times for six yards, and he had a touchdown. And Leonard Fournette ran three more times for negative three yards. They had a total of three rushing yards on six carries in this game. Atrocious running the ball. The receiving Mike Evans was back from his one-game suspension. And he was great. Went over 102 touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, receiving-wise, actually did all right. Chris Godwin was back in this game. Julio Jones was back in this game. So, yeah, Tom Brady had his receivers back and, you know, still couldn't win the game. So, defensively for the Bucs, they are on historic rate. You know, they hadn't given up 20 points to anyone until this game where they gave up 41 they gave up 28 no 27 points in the three total games and then they gave up 28 points to the chiefs at halftime so there's all you need to know for the bucks defense and how they played in this game they played really bad sean murphy bunting had the interception on Mahomes. But other than that you know it was a fun game offensively to watch seeing both teams score so yeah great offensive game but the chiefs proved that they're the better team and still one of the best teams in the fucking league. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell was that, man? I don't know what the fuck that was. Anyway. Alright, so the Chiefs go... We'll disappoint because we didn't have the first Hurricane game in the NFL. A little sad about that. But anyway. Um, but, but the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes said really fucking good. Ha- had some sensation. Okay, but I had some sensational play- <laughs> had some sensational plays against the Bucks defense. Really, really good from Patrick Holmes. Probably one of the best games I've ever seen from him. And then CHE had a good game as well. Isaiah, how do you say his last name? Pacheco. Pacheco had a decent game as well. And Kelsey had a good game. And then for the defense, you know, you held mostly. You had a big. You, you did all right. I'll say that. <laughs> and then for the for the Bucks defense, I mean, what, what, what? Shut up. But anyway, um, the Bucks offense. You know, Tom Brady did really fucking good. Had had his best game of the year so far. And then they did not want to rush the ball. They didn't want to think about rushing the ball. They didn't want to. They, they didn't want to do anything with the rush. And then for seeing Mike Evans did pretty good. Leonard Fournette had a touchdown. And then and then Cole Beasley retired. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Fuck the two games that he lost," and then retired. 
He's, he's like Kobe. He just doesn't get the ball. Retires. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, defense defense for the Bucks didn't do really anything. I'm not on them. Well, you already said it, but like <laughs> nothing. Re- the defense didn't really do didn't do that good. But it's Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day. So what can you really do at the end of the day when some of the things he does, like some of the things that Patrick Mahomes does, are just you can't teach. You just like you just let it happen. And then, yeah, the Chiefs, Chiefs look like look really good right now. So that's a good win for the Chiefs. And, you know, Bucks almost came back, so well, that's a good for them. But, like, Chiefs, that was a good win for you. Yeah. Tom actually looked good for one fucking game. Anyway, we got one more game for week four, and that is the Monday night game between the Rams and the 49ers. And, man, this was a... Uh, it's hard to watch, man. Especially if you're a Rams fan. The Rams lost this game. Didn't even score a touchdown. 49ers won 24-9 over the Rams. You know, they kicked three field goals in the first, second, and third quarter. They had nine points total. Stafford looked very bad. He got sacked seven times. Fumbled. He threw the interception. The pick six, which basically sealed the game. To, uh, I'm sorry, it's Hofanga, yeah. But at safety so far for the 49ers. I'm going to get into their defense in a bit. But rushing-wise, again, Rams couldn't get anything going on offense. Cooper Cup, of course, went over 100 yards because he's Cooper Cup, and he does that every week. Yeah, the Stafford fumble, and then defense for the Rams. Pretty bad, man. Shout out Bobby Wagner for uh, fucking, like, <laughs> tackling a guy. On the fucking field, man. Now he's filed a police report against him. Fucking stupid, but whatever. Uh, Aaron Donald wasn't able to get too much pressure on Jimmy. Because, you know, the Rams didn't have a sack on Jimmy. Surprisingly, you know, Aaron Donald almost got to him a couple times. Jeff Wilson was able to run pretty well. Debo had one of the craziest touchdowns I've ever seen in my life. He went over 100 Again, that crazy-ass fucking touchdown. George Kittle still has not done nothing in the games that he's come back in. And then defense for the 49ers, them and the Cowboys are on historic fucking rate right now. Still, none of those defenses have gave up over 20 points in the game so far. Great job from the 49ers defense. Casually, <laughs> Nick Bosa had 14 pressures in this game, 5 QB hits, 2 sacks, 2 TFLs. Great game from Nick Bosa and the whole entire 49ers defense. Shout out to y'all. You know, not giving up a touchdown to the defending Super Bowl champions. You take that dub right there. And they were able to win very effectively in this game. All right. So the Rams, they go they go into Levi's. And let's see if they might need Odell back. They might need to come back. <laughs> Like Jesus Christ, but anyway, Matthew Stafford like just is not having a good year. Just not having a good game in general. He's not like he's getting off of the line. Looks miserable. He's getting sacked a lot. He doesn't have time to throw. And when he does have time to throw, he's bad because because he might have a baseline injury, which which he's literally playing like Carson Palmer when he was in Oakland, which is not a compliment. Like like Matthew Stafford did not have a good game at all. Did not throw a touchdown because they couldn't do anything on offense. They couldn't do anything. And then, and then for rushing, they nothing of rushing. Just like except for Cooper Cup, they didn't tell you they did. They they were cool, but but 
like just geez, like they couldn't get anything going for the offense. Like they they couldn't score, they couldn't score a touchdown. They only scored, then they got three field goals, and that's their points really. Like Jesus, like that's a really disappointing game for a Rams fan, especially when especially since they're going against the Cowboys, which I feel like they they still have. I think they still might have a chance to win, but like oh, let's flip on again someday. Yeah, they're still favored against the Cowboys. Are you mad about that? No, I'm just saying the Cowboys are still underdogs in that game. Doesn't make you feel. Just make you feel angry. Man, they're still counting on Cooper Rush, dude. If he goes and beats the fucking Super Bowl champions, oh my god! I swear to God, Cooper Rush outperforms Cooper Cup. (laughs) Cooper Rush outperforms Cooper Cup. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Okay, that actually sounds kind of. You should say that like like five times fast. Like anyway, but anyway, the Rams' offense and defense do not and do not do good, except for Bobby Wagner, which which that man was doing a gender reveal and he's talking, he's and he's still he's bumped into him. But anyway, for the the 49ers side, Jimmy Garoppolo had a Jimmy Garoppolo game, just play game manager, throw a touchdown, and then yeah, Jeff Wilson did good as well. Debo did good. Offense did, did decent. You know, they did all the they did the bare minimum so they can win, and then they then they let their defense take the, show the way because they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I don't know if it's the number one in our. I don't know if it's the number one. I don't know if it is, but they have one of the best defenses in the, in the NFL. Haven't haven't scored. I haven't had an opponent score 20 points on them. Great game for the 49ers. It's great, great all-around game for the 49ers, and they need that confidence boost because especially since they're coming off of a tr- an atrocious game <laughs> against the Broncos, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. All right, John. I found out you did lock the Cardinals over the Panthers. You got that one right, but your third lock was the Rams over the Niners. <laughs> Almost went perfect, like me. It's alright. Anything else you want to talk about for the Rams Niners? Alright, that's it for week four, man. So, we're going to quickly go over and give our predictions for week five, and then we have some other stuff to talk about after that. Also, don't Google. Also, don't Google just week five. It'll just show you pregnancy stuff. What the fuck? (laughs) Alright, anyway. Week five... Thursday night on Prime Video, uh, <laughs> you said to completely avoid this game. The Colts and the Broncos, which probably, yeah, will be a shit show. But, oh man, this is the cold. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos, though. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Colts because I want to disagree with you, and plus, I think their offense is better. Yeah, I think their offense is better as well. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor's out, so that's why I think that the Broncos are going to And then, first up in London, our second consecutive London game, the Giants and the Packers. I'm going to for sure take the Packers in this game, and probably because I think Daniel Jones is going to play, but still, even if he is going to play, which he probably is, uh, yeah, I'm still taking the Packers. I'm going to go with the Packers, and I'm going to use my first lock. All right. Next up on CBS, the Steelers at the Bills. I will take the Bills in this one. And they're fucking shit. They're minus 14. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I will I will lock the Bills. That's my first lock. I'm going to go with the Bills as well. I'm not going to lock them because I'm not weird. <laughs> anyway, Chargers, Browns. Next up, 
Um, I will take the Chargers in this, but I think it'll be... Uh, for some reason, I'm just feeling like this is going to be a close game. Nick Chubb's going to fucking carry the Browns. I'm going to go with the Chargers. And then, next up, NFC North, Bears, Vikings. Uh, I will take the Vikings, and I will actually use my second lock here as well. We're going to use the Vikings. I mean... Okay, let me start that. <laughs> it's it's one a.m. I'm tired, but anyway, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. All right, next up we got the Lions and the Patriots. Entertaining game, not well. Maybe there's a lot of points scored. Highly doubt it though. Uh, I will take the Lions. So wait, is it gonna be Bailey Zappi starting? Uh, if I had to say, probably. It's gonna be yeah. a bit- Gonna be the game of the week, man. Bailey Zappi versus Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean Jared Goff's been all right this year. But anyway, I'm gonna go with the Lions. Next up, we got the Seahawks and the Saints. And man, I actually don't know who's gonna fucking win this game. I'm gonna take the Saints. Hopefully, that they'll fucking bounce back and win fucking finally. But yeah, I will. I think this is for sure going to be a close game, but I'll take the Saints. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Nice. All right. AFC East, it's the Dolphins and the Jets. Tua is out for this game. Teddy Bridgewater against the Jets. And, you know, I'm actually going to go in upset, and I'm going to pick the Jets to win. I'm going to go with the Dolphins because Teddy Bridgewater is good. All right. NFC South matchup. First place in the division on the line. I will take the Buccaneers, though, to win their first game at home this season. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers as well. And then next up, geez, there's a lot of 12 o'clock games again. Titans and the Commanders. Uh, I will take the Titans because they are actually looking pretty good these last two weeks. I'm going to go with the Titans as well. Now, AFC South, Texans, Jags. I'm going to say the Jags uh, bounce back and get a win. I'm going to say the Jaguars as well. 49ers, Panthers. I'm using a third lock here. Give me the fucking 49ers. You can use use a lock as well. No, no, but I want to be different. All right. I mean, that's you. Sure. All right. Yeah, I will use the lock on the 49ers as my third lock. So, yeah, I have the 49ers over the Panthers. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with the lock as well. Fuck you. I'm going to go with the 49ers. All right. So, we both have locks in that game. Next up, we have the Eagles and the Cardinals. I will take Philly, and I actually think they're going to win by more than five. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. I, this, you know what? You know what, I'm going to say this right now. You, you know what? With, with, uh, with not that many entertaining games, this, this might be the second best game. I don't know. I mean, the Cardinals don't look too good right now. Yeah, and, and then uh, the other 3 o'clock game, the last 3 o'clock game, it's the Cowboys and the Rams on America's Game of the Week. And, uh, you know, I want to bet on the Cowboys so bad, man, but, you know, not biased here, so I don't, I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I'm a lock of the Rams. I'm not going to lock. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Well, I was about to say that was a risky lock if you would have went that way. Anyway, on Sunday Night Football, it's an AFC North division matchup. The Bengals and the Ravens. 
And I'm going to actually take the Bengals in this, and the Ravens fall under 500. I'm going to go with the Ravens because I think you're crazy. Okay. And then AFC West matchup to end it on Monday night. The Raiders going to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs whoop their ass. I think that I'm going to use my lock, my third lock, and I'm going to use it. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. All right, both have three locks. Take that what you will. If you uh, sports bet, again, uh, make sure it's legal in your state, though. All right, man, we got some baseball to talk about now. Holy shit, man, the season's over for baseball. Holy shit, 162 games down for all 30 teams. And it's now time for the postseason for baseball. The bracket is already official. And the games start on Friday. So we're going to go and make our postseason predictions and who's going to win the World Series. Um, are we doing award predictions too? No. No? Right. <laughs> I'll give mine. Fuck you. I, you don't have to, but I will. Okay. Um, you want to let, let's start off with the Rays. The first matchup is the Rays and the Guardians. I'm going to take. Wow, this is actually difficult. Um, I'm going to go with the Guardians, though. I'm going to say the Guardians win and they'll advance to play the Yankees. How many games? It's a best out of three. Um, I'm going to say they win 2 1. I'm going to say. I don't know. I'm gonna go with. The, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Bevin upset. I'm gonna go with the Rays. I'm saying they're. Gonna, I'm saying they're gonna sweep them. Sweep them. Oh. Wow. Okay. And exciting pitching matchup. The first game, though, Shane Bieber against Shane McClanahan, which should be a very entertaining game. And then the other American League Wild Card series is the Seattle Mariners are finally back in the playoffs after all those years against the Toronto Blue Jays and I think the Blue Jays and the Mariners run here. I'm going to say that they went 2-0 over the Blue Jays, over the sorry over the Mariners. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Mariners. And how yeah. many? I'm going to go with by 2-1. Two, two, right. Now in the National League it's the Phillies another team returning to the playoffs to face the three-seeded St. Louis Cardinals, and I think the Cardinals absolutely whooped their ass. I think the Cardinals sweep them 2-0. I want to say the Phillies. I really fucking do. Oh, by the way, uh, every game is at the higher seeds game. So, all the games... All the games are in uh, St. Louis. That is dumb. Oh, that is dumb. At least I think so, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that it goes. Is, that, that's dumb, but anyway, I'm going to go with the Cardinals as well by a sweep because Jesus Christ feels not look good. Mm-hmm. And then now we have the Mets. The Mets found a way to met up the season, of course. Yeah, they're back in the playoffs along with San Diego Padres, no Tatis, and I'm going to say the Mets win this series uh, and give me in three games, two to one. I'm going to say the Mets take this to advance to play the 111 win Dodgers. I'm going to I'm I'm going to I'm going to pick the Padres cuz the Mets are going to met it up again and they're going to they're going to win. The Padres are going to win this and by in 3. 
the Mets really fucked up their season. So my next matchup is I have the Astros as the one seed taking on the four-seeded Blue Jays in the ALDS. So I'm going to take the Astros in four games. All right. I'm I'm forgetting everything. I'm 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 really I'm really forgetting everything. So you have the Mariners and the Astros. Okay, it's not like the NFL. Okay, okay, but like okay, 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 okay. I got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think the Astros sweep the Mariners. All right, and then next up, I have the Yankees as the two seed, uh, and then the Guardians. Uh, I'm going to say the Yankees sweep them because they just own the fucking Guardians. Even then, when they were called the Indians, they fucking own them. Um, I have the, the Yankees and the Rays. I think it's going to be close because it's divisional. And I think I think it's going to be a close one. It's a best of five. I'm, I'm going to say the Yankees win and, and three. Yeah. And three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they sweep them. Yes, I sound retarded right now. Oh, so it's not close. Okay. All Shut right. Up. Anyway, the NLDS first is the Braves, and I have the Cardinals. We both have the Cardinals. Um, I'm going to take the Braves in a four-game series. I think they win in four. I think the Braves win it in five. And then the 111-win Dodgers against... For me, the Mets. And I think this is going five games solely because I think DeGrom and Scherzer are gonna fucking do great for whenever they're on the mound. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Dodgers though, because they didn't win hundred and eleven games for no fucking reason. I have the Dodgers and Padres and they're gonna sweep the Padres. So we have the same ALCS and NLCS. First up for me, the ALCS, I'm going to take the Astros because they fucking own the Yankees. I'm going to take them in six. I'm going to take the Yankees in seven. All right. And then NLCS, a rematch, the Dodgers and the Braves. I'm going to take the Dodgers. I'm going to go in five. I think they win pretty convincingly. You know what? I'm gonna say the the Dodgers win in seven because you know the Braves are aren't defending World Series champs for, for for no reason, right? Yeah. So my World Series matchup is the Astros and the Dodgers rematch of the 2017 World Series, and the Astros won that series. I'm gonna say that the Dodgers get revenge and win this series. The Dodgers beat my Astros in seven games. And win the 2022 World Series in seven. I I have the Dodgers and Yankees. I think the Dodgers are gonna win in six because I think that Dodgers are are better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we both have our teams losing in the World Series to the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers probably should win this thing. I mean, they won 111 games. They're fucking incredible. The only thing that, that can make them lose is, is that is is their manager. Yeah, Dave Roberts, yeah. But shit, all right. 
I'm gonna give my fucking award prediction since you don't fucking want to. Alright, since the season's over, we had fucking great, great milestones in history this season. We can start off first by Miguel Cabrera hitting his 3,000th hit. He's been in the league fucking forever. He's 40 years old, man. And then, don't know if he's coming back for this next season. But yeah, he had 3,000 hits. Albert Pujols joined the 700 home run club. He beat out A-Rod's fucking home run record as well. Joined the 700 club. Fourth guy to do so. And then is second in history in RBI surpassing Babe Ruth, man. Great, great. You know, just a great season for Albert Pools in his final season as well because he said he's retiring after the season. You know, fucking legend, one of the greatest athletes, you know, in American sports. Albert Pools fucking dominated baseball. Fucking shout out And then the last thing, which is fucking history man Aaron Judge broke the home run record in the American League 62 home runs are you fucking kidding me 62 home runs in the season by one man who wasn't on steroids he is the new American League home run king all rise cause the judge is in session Aaron Judge fucking incredible season and that's gonna lead me right into my playoff uh no sorry the predictions right now for the awards starting off with Aaron Judge in the American League I think he takes home the American League MVP I mean he almost had the triple crown hit over 300 you know 62 home runs 130 something RBIs fucking incredible 1100 OPS great fucking season Shohei will come in second though he also had a great year pitching and hitting wise again for the National League I'm gonna take Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's just been the best player in the National League this year. His teammate Nolan Arenado is up there as well. Manny Machado, you could say, could deserve some votes. But I'm personally going to go with Paul Goldschmidt. And then now to the Cy Youngs in the American League. I mean, it's Justin Verlander. Aging like a fucking fine wine at 40-something years old. Justin Verlander, after not pitching for two straight years and after Tommy John surgery last year, comes into this season with a 1.75 ERA, the best in baseball, the best whip in baseball. I mean, he's just so fucking good, dude. And Justin Verlander should win his third straight Cy Young. Well, not straight, third Cy Young. And then, fucking incredible season for him. And then the National League, oh, this one was a bit more difficult, but I'm going to give it to Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins. I mean, he pitched the most innings in baseball this year by a long fucking shot. He had six complete games, which is absolutely fucking crazy. I mean, who the fuck pitches six complete games in a season? That's incredible. So, yeah, I think he had the best season. Zach Allen, shout out to him. And also for the American League, Dylan Cease is the runner-up for sure, though. But yeah, in the National League, Zach Allen is a guy you can say. Max Freed's another one as well from the Braves. Yeah, I would give it to Sandy Alcantara. And then for it's now the Rookie of the Year for the American League. It's it's without a doubt Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners, man. Came in and saved their fucking season. Joined the 2020 club already. 
as a 21-year-old Adley Rutschman that kind of saved the Orioles season as well. But it's got to be Julio Rodriguez. He led the Mariners to the playoffs and just did absolutely outstanding this year. And then in the National League, man, it's between the two Braves guys. It's between Michael Harris and Spencer Strider of the Braves. But personally, in my opinion, I'm going to give it to Spencer Strider. Even though he hasn't pitched in like a couple weeks because he just got injured, he should be back in the postseason. But I think he just did outstanding this year. And he deserves this, uh, the National League Rookie of the Year just slightly over Michael Harris, who's been also incredible this year, though. Yeah, that, that is my predictions, man, for the MLB regular season awards and yeah that's it really oh no, I don't know about that okay oh but, yeah I'm sorry um, you... well we have Tyler Hero to talk about that wasn't fully done I just know we're fully done with baseball but yeah anyway but yeah we have Tyler Hero to talk about and then that should be it for us so anyway Tyler Hero and the Heat have agreed to a new deal, $130 million over four years. Uh, I, I like this contract a lot. You know, the reigning sixth man of the year for the Heat. Big part of the Heat's team success, reason why they were the number one seed last year. And then now gets finally gets a contract extension. You know, he averaged 21 last year. He's only 22 years old still. And then he's locked up for the next four years. You get him. And, you know, that was the best thing that he did in the offseason, which is really disappointing. So, you know, maybe he can lead the Heat to another high seed. But considering how they didn't get better, um, my personal opinion, I don't don't think that's going to happen. So, you know, the Heat, like, they signed Tyler Hero, big player for them, you know, good three-point shooter, you know, young player, 22, 22 years old, averaging 21 as a six-man, and he gets, he's getting 30 mil, right? He's getting 32.5 million a year. He's getting 32.5 mil, and with, with, like, the CBA probably going to rise, and then, like, they're going to negotiate a new CBA deal, and then with, with that... Which means more money, and then with that, with and what that means, they're going to put that money into the salary cap. And good lord, how and good, and good lord, how much the, they're going to they're going to put in it, like put like put money in it because Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I think in the future this 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 will be a good contract because Tyler Hero, a good young player, he's a good three point shooter, good offensive player as well. Like I I think right now it, it won't be that bad of a contract. But like right now, I feel like it looks a little bad. But I don't think it's I don't think it's bad that bad. I don't I don't think it's a bad contract. I think he deserves that money, and it's a good sign for the Heat, really. Yeah. All right, and that's the end of the podcast. You know, we're <laughs> we'll be back again on the on Thursday morning. Yeah, whenever we'll, whenever you see it, yeah. Yeah, but we're going to publish it Thursday morning, and then, you know, we're going to be back, and then we're going to talk about football, and then we're going to, you know, make it somehow entertaining, I don't know. Just talk about some other stuff that happens, you know? I mean, yeah, I don't know, I mean... Yeah, like, it's just like that, I don't know, but um, I'm John. And I'm Adam. This is Sports Season Podcast signing off.